ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿವೃಂದಶ ಜನಾಜನಾಶಲಾಕಾಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರ್ಮಿಸಂಜಯನಾಸ್ಮೈ ನಮಃ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ಬೋರ್ನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಡಾರ್ಕೆಸ್ಟ್ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆನ್ಸ್ ಮೈ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಓಪನ್ ಮೈ ಐಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಟಾರ್ಚ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಡ್ಜ್ ಐ ಆಫರ್ ಮೈ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಒಬೇಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಅನ್ ಟು ಹಿಮ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮನೋವಿಸ್ತಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತಂ ಜನಭೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಾಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಾಂ ತದಾತೀತ್ ಸ್ವಾಪದಂತಿಕ When will Srila Rupa Goswami Prabhupada, who has established within this material world the mission to fulfill the desire of Lord Chaitanya, give me shelter under his lotus feet? Vancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhubhyavacha patita anam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha. I offer my respectful obeisances unto the Vaishnav devotees of the Lord. They are just like desire trees and can fulfill the desires of everyone, and they are full of compassion for the fallen conditioned souls. ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀರ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತಿವೃಂದ ಐ ಆಫರ್ ಮೈ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಒಬೇಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಅಂಟು ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಲೋರ್ಡ್ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಪಂಡಿತ್ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸ್ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಡಿವೋರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೋರ್ಡ್ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ Today is Tuesday, March 23rd in the year 2021, and we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Creation, Chapter 6, Conversation between Narada and Vyasadeva, Text 23. Sat-sevaya dirkyapi jatamai dridamati hitva vadyam imam lokam ganta majjanat tam asi sat sevaya by the service of the absolute truth adirgaya for some days api even jata having attained mai unto me drida firm mati intelligence hitva having given up avadyam deplorable imam this lokam material worlds ganta going to meet mat janatam my associates asi become translation by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupad by service of the absolute truth even for a few days a devotee attains firm and fixed intelligence in me consequently he goes on to become my associate in the transcendental world after giving up the present deplorable material worlds purport serving the absolute truth means rendering service unto the absolute personality of godhead under the direction of the bona fide spiritual master who is a transparent medium between the lord and the neophyte devotee the neophyte devotee has no ability to approach the absolute personality of godhead by the strength of their pers- present imperfect material senses 
And therefore, under the direction of the spiritual master, they are trained in transcendental service of the Lord. And by such training, even for some days, the neophyte devotee gets intelligence in such transcendental service, which leads them ultimately to get free from perpetual inhabitation in the material worlds, and to be promoted to the transcendental world to become one of the liberated associates of the Lord in the kingdom of God. So today's verse is um, quite essential. It's kind of like the simple formula for going back to Godhead. It's given here. So we um, render service to Krishna, to the God, um, and... That leads us to have firm and fixed intelligence in the Supreme, which leads us to giving up the material world, and we become an associate of the Lord in the spiritual world. seems so simple, yet so difficult to um, execute. When we look at the goal of life, it's to become an associate of the Lord and to become Krishna's servant. That is our goal as devotees, right? And we're given here the simple formula on how we can achieve it. So why is it so hard to execute? Why do we have so much trouble following this simple formula? Do you know? So that's true. We, we have been conditioned in such a way that we've been living for ourselves. And so it's hard to then live for Krishna, to be his servant. So, and then on top of that, right, we have this, it's so hard to execute this simple formula. But on top of that, the material world is described here as deplorable. It's filled with miseries. And as we know, there's three kinds of miserable conditions. Adiyatmik, the miseries inflicted by the body and mind itself. Adibotik, those inflicted by other living entities. Adidaivik, inflicted by natural disturbances. And we had, you know... Example of that even last night with the hail coming down, the big thunderstorm. And when I heard that hail coming down, my first thought was, oh, my God, what if it destroys my car again? Because the last time we had major hail, my car got totaled. And I was thinking, well, does that, like, I went down this entire path of creating these scenarios that, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to do this. And, you know, it was like I was creating all this misery so I could see that just from the temper, the um, disturbance that was inflicted by nature, the hail, my mind got disturbed. And I started thinking of all these things that could happen, all these scenarios. And I said, wait, wait, wait one second. You don't know if any of this has happened. And even if it does, you'll deal with it. So right now, just enjoy this hail, right? Like, So I opened my door and I looked outside and it was like, awe-inspiring, right? Like this hail is coming down and these little bits of ice are just like flying around everywhere. And I was thinking, you know, I'm sitting here worried about what's going to happen to the car and this, that, and I should be so grateful that I'm protected in this house, that I have the shelter to protect me from such miseries that are happening outside. And so many people don't even have that much, right? So then it was like, huh, okay. I was able to kind of tolerate that, you know, control my mind and not go down this path of what if, this, that, and create. We get in so much anxiety about things that have never even happened, right? So 
The material world is temporary. Right? In the Bhagavad Gita 2.16, it says, Those who are seers of the truth have concluded that of the non-existent, the material body, there is no endurance, and of the eternal, the soul, there is no change. So we can see that the material world is temporary, whether it's life itself or happiness, distress, the good or bad. The hail didn't last. It ended, so that misery ended. But then also, like, was it a couple of days ago or a few weeks ago, we had really nice weather. It was, like, beautiful. But that was also temporary. We're subject to birth, death, disease, old age, another sign of the temporary nature of the material world. And on top of that, we're controlled by the modes of material nature, goodness, passion, ignorance. We're controlled by the necessities of our body, sleeping, eating, mating, defending. With all these things, you would think it'd be so easy to, like, let go of all this misery. Srila Prabhupada says the material world is no place for a sane gentleman or gentlewoman. And yet we're so attached to it. Even though it's filled with such miseries, because there's these slight amounts of pleasure. And we're, by nature, our soul, who we are, is transcendental bliss, right? That's eternal bliss and full of knowledge. That's who, that's the quality of our soul, of who we are. So we're constantly seeking pleasure, and we find it in every little thing. So that keeps us attached, and we have these desires. And then we also know that when we have material desires, in Bhagavad Gita 262 and 263, it goes through the whole pathway of you have material desires, and that leads to attachment, which leads to lust, which leads to anger, which leads to delusion, which leads to bewilderment of memory. And when the memory is bewildered, intelligence is lost. And in the minds of those who are too attached to sense enjoyment and material opulence and who are bewildered by such things, the resolute determination for devotional service to the Supreme Lord does not take place. So in the verse, we learn that we need to have firm and fixed intelligence to devote ourselves to Krishna, to the Supreme But here it's saying when we have too much material attachment, we can't have intelligence. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle. Um, Our material desires lead us to lose our intelligence. And when we lack intelligence, we are further controlled by our material desires. So somehow or another, we have to break this cycle. And we do this when we find and take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master. We come to a point where this misery, we realize that there's got to be more to life than this, than this pursuit of, of some small amount of pleasure and then filled with lots of um, displeasure, lots of discomfort. And when we start to think like that, like, there's got to be more to this, there's got to be something, there's got to be a, a higher truth, and we have this desire to seek out knowledge, then Krishna sends us as we desire He says, I'm in everyone's heart as the super soul. And as soon as one desires to worship some demigod, I make their faith steady so that they can devote themselves to that particular deity. So Krishna knows our desires and will respond accordingly. So we have to have this desire for knowledge, for the absolute truth, because, you know, we're seeking something higher. It's like that saying, I think, from a movie. It says, if you build it, they will come. If you have the desire, Krishna will fulfill it. He'll send you the the perfect spiritual master. 
So then when we meet our spiritual master in Bhagavad Gita, it says, for just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire from them submissively and render service unto them. The self-realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth. So from here we can understand that when we have the desire, Krishna will send us a bona fide spiritual master according to our desire. So sometimes we can see that people have a desire for higher truth, but they don't necessarily come to Krishna. And here, you know, from the two verses, he says, he's in, Krishna's in everyone's heart is the super soul. So he understands what our true desire is. Is it really to, to, um, devote our lives to serving Krishna and to get back to being an associate of his in the material, in the spiritual world? Or is it some other desire that we have when we're seeking higher truths? And accordingly, he provides the solution or the answer that we're looking for and what we're ready for. So we are so fortunate that we all have taken shelter of Srila Prabhupada, whether it's directly or it's through one of his disciples. And Srila Prabhupada has shown us how to develop firm and fixed intelligence in Krishna. He's given us many tools and many ways that we can develop this devotion to Krishna, as it says in the verse. Um, by service of the absolute truth, even for a few days. So all we have to do is just serve for a few days. In the purport, Prabhupada says, under the direction of the spiritual master, we're trained. So we want to be trained by bona fide spiritual master, someone who is just a transparent medium, right? They're not putting in their own, for their own glory. You can see that everything that they're doing is for Krishna. Or to bring us closer to um, Lord Chaitanya, one or the other, right? They're both the same. And what are some of the ways that Prabhupada has told us that we can find this devotion? You know? What are some of the ways that Prabhupada has instructed us to, right, chanting, right, we can chant japa, kirtan, um, and we can, uh, like you said, listening, we can read. Um, in Bhagavad Gita 10.10, Krishna says, to those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. And to show them special mercy, I dwelling in their hearts, destroy with the shining lamp of knowledge the darkness born of ignorance. So Krishna reciprocates with us. When we start, when we come under the guidance of a spiritual master and we start to lose some of our attachments to our material desires, but more importantly, we start becoming attached to Krishna and his desires and becoming servant of his. He, he, um, further fans those flames, right? Like he just makes sure that it keeps building on that and that way we can destroy that shining he with a shining lamp of knowledge he destroys the ignorance so then we start to develop our intelligence when we develop when we devote ourselves to krishna those who always worship me with exclusive devotion meditating on my transcendental form to them i carry what they lack and i preserve what they have so here again krishna is saying you know don't worry just do your best, and I'll take care of the rest. 
And part of what he does to carry what I lack, what we lack, is sending us a spiritual master to guide us on what is our proper service, what is our proper way to develop that love for Krishna. And it's not always the same for everybody. We do have some things that are the same, which are chanting, like you said, you know, which is following the four regulative principles. Um, another important thing I think helps us develop our love for Krishna is um, really taking shelter of Srila Prabhupada. And how can we really take shelter of Srila Prabhupada? We read his books. In his books, he's revealed so much knowledge and, and um, information on how to properly live our lives so that we are constantly remembering Krishna and thinking of him. Um, you know, you can see that, that Prabhupada is very deliberate in the way he writes every purport. And every, everything is just, sometimes you think it's so basic, right? We're not this body. We are spirit soul. We're servants of Krishna. Be um, non-attached. Do your duties, but don't be attached to the results. Um, don't let the material world, you know, dra- drag you around by its whimsy, right? Like the hot and cold and happiness to stress. We can be steady, equi- um, develop equanimity and all of this. All of this information is here in, in, in Srila Prabhupada's books. And... You know, recently, or in the last few years, I've taken a lot of personal development courses. And one of the things that they, um, comes up over and over again is that repetition is so important. Like, I go to one personal development course. It's not that it's any different me- messages or knowledge than another personal development course. But you learn so much more each time, like each time something else is revealed. And it's the same thing when we read from the Bhagavad Gita, when we study it. Each time something else is revealed. It's the same verse, it's the same purport, and some other meaning comes from it because whatever is going on in our lives. Um, we can read and understand the Srimad Bhagavatam. You know, that can take entire lifetimes because it's so vast. And Prabhupada has put so much nuggets in each of his purports that we can really take heart from. We can learn from the Chaitanya Charitamrita. It's so filled with so many stories of how to really devote ourselves to Krishna, to spread the message of Krishna consciousness, so that not only are we taking care of our own spiritual lives, but we are impacting other people's spiritual lives. And he's given us all these gifts to increase our knowledge, so we have to take advantage we have to really, like, um, read every single day. You know, I often think of, and I've quoted this before, in the movie, the Hare Krishna movie, um, the Swami, the start of the movement, I think, I can't remember the exact name. But in it, we see that um, Srila Prabhupada has spent so much time translating you know, he he wakes up early and he starts translating. He stays up late translating. Even on his deathbed, he's translating. Like, he doesn't stop translating. So that tells us this is something that's so important, that he wants us to read these books. He sacrificed basically everything to give us these books. The least that we can do is read them, study them. 
And sometimes you can start small. I still stick with my 15 minutes of reading Srimad Bhagavatam every single day. Um, most days, you know, I recently was, like, excited because I'd hit, I think, like, 90-something days in a row of reading 15 minutes. It doesn't mean I'm... That's only, like, when I started. It's just, like, you read and then you forget a day or two or a day, and then you start your streak all over. But I was excited when I hit the 90-day streak. Um, it was the longest streak that I've had of reading every single day. And, you know, and you learn, like I said, you, in each of the purports, it's not like there's not anything new revealed that wasn't revealed in a previous purport or Bhagavad Gita. It's just that you learn so much more by that repetition. So it's so important that even if all you do is read the Bhagavad Gita, it's another thing that I do is I read two verses of the Bhagavad Gita every day, so then by the end of a year, I'm finished with the whole Bhagavad Gita. And so you can read it several times doing it like that. Um, so you really just want to make sure that you're taking advantage of these gifts that Prabhupada has given us in his form of the books. That's all I have. What questions do you have? Comments? All right. Today's a short class. Dadanta Shimad Bhagavatam ki.